Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my review for the 2019 Call of Duty Modern Warfare single player campaign game review. I'm your host Matthew and uh, this has been a long time coming for me. <laughs> uh, I've had this game for three years almost and I've just now finished. It's uh, 15th of February 2022 and I've just finished the... Um, single player campaign for this year of course i've been playing this game regularly uh with the multiplayer uh mainly cyber attack for yeah about two and a half years now almost um it's been it's been quite a i've been on quite a journey with this game for the last three years a mostly positive one and i just kept not clicking on the campaign and i just kept clicking on multiplayer and obviously i dipped into warzone here and there which i didn't like but let's focus on the single player campaign. I've talked a bunch about the multiplayer in the past. Um, I wasn't necessarily planning on doing an, a, a podcast on this game. But when I have an experience that I had with this game. And I've got a lot of history. A lot of nostalgia with the Call of Duty series. And particularly with the Modern Warfare series of games. And I've got a lot. I've I've basically only got good things to say about this campaign. This is easily a must-play. Easily, easily a must-play um, for 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 uh, this game. And I would say that if you're well, if you're not into shooters, you might not be into this game. But if you're into shooters that are different ones, so let's say like if you're a Halo player. Or if you're a Apex Legends player, I'm trying to think of games that are different. Or like Fortnite or whatever, whatever shooting game you want to mention. It doesn't have to be a first person shooter. I think for anybody that's into this genre, which is shooters, shooting video games. Um, this is an absolute must play. And you will get more out of this game if you've played the previous Modern Warfare games. Which is Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2... And Modern Warfare 3. Um, because there's there's a lot of nostalgia in here. And there's a lot of really, really great new content. New ideas. And just some phenomenal sections of gameplay. Some absolutely phenomenal sections of gameplay. The first bit of praise I want to give. Is the fact that there are a lot of shooter games on the market right now. Whether you want to talk about third-person games, third-person action games, first-person shooters, um, horror games. There's a lot on the market and obviously there's a lot of live service games. There's things like Battlefield, Fallout, COD, um, Halo, Apex, PUBG, there's Doom. There's, there's dozens of them to name. But I'm just going to say this, Infinity Ward as a developer, who is the ones that developed this game, alongside some other studios as well, but Infinity Ward is the main developer. If anybody from Infinity Ward ever ever listens to this, which I doubt that will happen, but still, I just want to send a positive message out there. Those of you that are working at Infinity Ward are absolutely the best in the business when it comes to shooting games. I have absolutely no doubt about that whatsoever. Now I just want to use that comment I've just made and veer into a particular second comment that I want to make. So I've just like, 
I've just then said out of all the different developers for all these different series of games, there's a lot of shooter games. Out there. There's even things like, you know, Rainbow Six out there. There's probably other ones that I haven't mentioned, but I don't need to mention all of them. Now, some of you might say, like, how can you be sure about that? How can you, you know, there's so many different games and development teams. And there's a lot of, like, shooter franchises out right now what what sort of maybe experience or knowledge do you have now i'm never i'm never ever ever somebody that shows off um i don't often have the opportunity to do that but i'm just going to use this one opportunity to not really show off per se but just to just to kind of say say about my experience with shooter games so okay how long have I played shooter games for? What do I know about shooter games? How does 15 years worth of experience sound to you? It's quite a lot, isn't it? Fif- 15 years. T- 2007 was when I first properly got into shooting games, which was through Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which was where this all, which was where this whole journey started for me. And I wouldn't even just say that this game is the best shooting game on the market. I think in terms of if you want to pick out a particular series, I wouldn't even say the Call of Duty series. I would say the Call of Duty Modern Warfare series is the best in the business. Easily, very, very easily. There's there's, there's nothing that comes close to the polish, the quality, and the multiplayer that comes... Even remotely close to what you get with the Modern Warfare series. And particularly with um, this game. And I know at certain points the multiplayer has had certain issues. That's going to happen in a live service game. Especially one that you've been running for almost three years. That, that, that kind of stuff is going to happen. But And some of that is Activision's fault and not Infinity Ward's fault. But in terms of Infinity Ward as a developer... Uh, um. Those of you that are working there, whether you're an animator, writer, director, script, whatever whatever it is that you're doing at that company, you are contributing to the best in the business of first-person shooters. And across my 15 years of playing first-person shooter games, and shooter games, but if you want to be specific, first-person shooter games, um, I've, I've just never known a series to be this consistently good before. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to give a lot of praise to Infinity Ward for being able to consistently do that for 15 years basically so um that's great um in terms of obviously i've given this a must play rating i've given it a ton of plays already we're only seven minutes in um this game is apps this campaign thing single player campaign is absolutely phenomenal um you get some brilliant characters some great cut scenes some great facial animations as well in the cutscenes. Some really good, like, just the way the cutscenes are done, really animated really well. And the set pieces in this game. I mean, I don't know if something will ever quite match up to the all guild up level, which is an iconic level in Call of Duty history and within. That's not even just an iconic Call of Duty level, that's an iconic video game level all guild up is a uh, mission from call of duty 4 modern warfare it's like this sniper sort of stealth mission and it's like just 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 the, the some of the best stuff we've ever seen in this industry 
Um, I don't know if anything quite adds up to that level, but that's a ridiculously high bar. Which again, Infinity Ward, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, 2004. You know, pretty high standard in terms of what you're doing there. And the game, this game doesn't really try to replicate that, and I don't think it ever should try to replicate that because that's just that's just one particular like massive standout level from the old games. But in terms of what you've got in here, um, you've got some incredible sequences, um, some really heartbreaking sequences as well. Um, and so, so let me let me talk about some of the I I would consider these like gameplay spoilers if you want me to consider them that but they're not really like story spoilers so there's a level at Piccadilly that you do which is based on the the map uh I want to talk about some stuff with the maps as well I've a lot I've a lot of good things to say about this game um so just uh well just keep listening um so yeah you get a Piccadilly level and basically you start in the streets uh in the car obviously and uh, your team notices uh, the group of terrorists that you're after. And um, they get out of the car and then obviously chaos ensues. They try to... There's some like suicide bombers and whatnot around. And you... Um, I like the way the level is structured as well. In terms of you try to shoot the terrorists that are just um, sort of normally in the street... And then um, you go into certain sections of the map where, like, a terrorist has got somebody held hostage or a terrorist is trying to shoot somebody. And I was, like, trying to save different people in the street and that was all tense and awesome and cool and you felt good if you saved somebody, even if it was, like, a random NPC civilian person that had no name. Um, and then you... There's a uh, terrorist... Um, host- sorry, hostage situation... Uh, like a very very small one where you, you it's sort of timed a little bit when you go into a room there's three people in there there's one enemy and basically well you don't you don't like fail it if you don't do it but it's it feels good if you if you do it successfully and you shoot the guy before he shoots any of the civilians um then some actual suicide bombers come out and um what was it uh he's the guys start running out and stuff and obviously you can't shoot them in the chest because that's where their explosives are so you have to get a headshot on them then a bunch of cars come in uh they explode you have to keep out the way of those it's just chaos ensuing but obviously that was kind of what would happen and then you deal with a um another bomb threat situation um i'm not going to get too deep into that because that would be a bit more spoiler territory but that was amazing. That was like truly incredible to uh, <clears throat> to go through. And speaking of maps as well, um, there's a few different areas in it. Not every single area, but there's a few different areas in this game that are sort of like alternate versions of the multiplayer maps that I've been playing, obviously, for over two years. And they're sort of like modified versions where <clears throat> where different areas are open, but you can still see like, oh yeah, I remember going over here and over here and over here. These kind of places. Obviously, Piccadilly's a a map in the game as well. Um, so that was awesome to go through. There was like certain other different maps as well that had like certain different areas open. That was great. Um, but they didn't sort of overdo it with that. So I thought that was handled really well. There's a sort of like house searching section and how it worked basically you've got your night vision goggles on excuse me you've got your night vision goggles on 
and uh, I don't quite like the way that you aim with them, but I, I understand why you do. Basically, you have your gun tilted slightly to the side, and you have your laser sight pointed out, so you use that to aim. And it was like this stealth mission. Well, you didn't have to do it stealth, but it's probably better if you do, because you'll probably fail it otherwise, because you'll probably get caught and shot. And um, one of the newer things for this game, which I don't know if you can actually do it in the two newer games with Vanguard and um, Black Ops Cold War, but you can, if you're next to a door that you can open, <clears throat> if you hold in your zoom button, so obviously aim down sights, um, you can press and hold square to peek the door open. So you sort of like slowly open the door and you like obviously push the door open physically by you know obviously moving towards it and you're sort of creeping your gun through and you're looking and uh, you're looking for enemies and stuff and you had you had no idea what type of room you were walking into and it's basically you have a situation where basically all of the men in the building obviously the the leader terrorist sort of characters and then you have some children that are in there obviously you don't shoot them and then you have certain women in there as well. Now the there's multiple challenges with that level. One of which is just the fundamentals of like peeking around corners. Peeking through like doors or peeking open certain doors and slowly opening them. And trying to see what's in the room and trying to get your shots off and that sort of stuff. Uh, and that was really really intense and really awesome as well. Uh, the other challenge was so all the men would come after you right and they would immediately try to shoot you. Some of the women, some of the women did try to shoot you and some of them didn't. But it will be up to your judgment um, as to like what the, what the women are doing. They're obviously they're the, the mothers in that situation. Or the wives the mothers in that situation. And what you'd essentially do is, so you'd sometimes have a character with you, sometimes you wouldn't. But it's up to your judgment as to like, okay, if you point the gun at them, if they sort of sit in the corner and put their hands behind their head... And don't like go for a pocket or something like that. Then obviously they're the innocent ones. But there's a few of them that are sort of like. Hey don't kill me whatever. And they so, they start like backing up. And they start trying. They try to like reach for something. It's always when they try to reach for something isn't it. It's like oh it could be a bomb or a gun. Or or something like that. And uh, there'll be like a desk behind them or something. And they'll try to reach for like a detonator. Or a, or, or a gun or some kind. And that's where you have to shoot them, unfortunately. Uh, now, none, none of the kids, from what I remember, have the guns. Um, I think I think you do fail the mission if you shoot... Well, I, 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 I didn't accidentally shoot any of the kids. Um, so, I, so if you shoot <clears throat> one of the kids by accident, um, I don't know if you fail the mission, because that didn't actually happen to me. Um... But with the women, uh, I don't remember shooting any of them by accident either. I would like wait for the character to move and see if they reach for a gun or if they sit in the corner. Because um, some of them would like go up to their children and like cuddle them in the corner. It was quite sad, but like they they would cuddle their child in the corner, and then you know, okay, they're not going to go for you. Um, and that was like a case of judgment and 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 things like that. Uh, there's also cases where, like, you would maybe shoot somebody in, like, the leg or the chest. They wouldn't quite be dead. They'd be crawling around, going for their gun. Then you got to, like, drop them, so to speak. 
Um, there was one crafty little bastard of a guy that um, <laughs> you you peeked open the door right, and there's this um, bed on the right hand side, and this guy's like laying under the bed and he starts shooting at you. And I, I he actually killed me the first time I tried to do it because I I couldn't see him. He blended in really well with the bed. Um, I guess I shouldn't sign up to the army because I would probably get killed. Uh, I'd have no interest in doing that anyway. Um, but, um, yeah, because I remember the first time I was like, who's shooting me? And I was like, oh, it's this guy who's laying under the bed. Um, of course, they they would try and do that, wouldn't they? Um, and I think a lot of the attitude of the characters and uh, and things like that were very realistic depictions of things that I've seen before. So that was really good. Um there's missions where there's just there's a lot of really cool night missions where you're sort of sneaking around and uh, there's obviously you got your bigger scale missions where like there's bombs going off and tanks and that kind of stuff but there wasn't anything that I disliked during this game I I, I actually don't have any complaints I mean I just basically finished it um I have no complaints about this game um at all, uh, this game was surprisingly emotional for a Call of Duty game as well. I'll I'll dig into why in a second, in a spoiler-free way as well. Um, but uh, no, it was it was just great to be back with this series. I don't know what took me so long to play this game, and I apologise to Infinity Ward for for not playing. Obviously, I've been playing their game, but not the campaign. It's just been sitting there for like two and a half years <laughs> on my console. Um, and I did that, 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 that was, I, I mean, I got this game on PS4, and I finished it on PS5, so, yeah, but, um, anyway, um, but I finished it now, and I feel, I feel very, very good about that, and I feel, I, I feel good that I've really had this fantastic before, um, uh, experience with this game. Um, sticking into a couple of the characters, so obviously Captain Price is back, um, and he's a legend of the Modern Warfare series. Um, you had a guy called Nikolai. I, I'm not sure who else is supposed to be returning characters because I think this was also supposed to be like a semi reboot of the series, but then the story kind of sort of wrapped up. It this is sort of like I I, I would label this more as a revival of like Captain Price is back and there's a new war happening, and and that that's kind of it. There's a new character introduced to this game though called Farah. Um, and she is a fantastic addition to this series, and um, her story um, is really, really quite emotional, really quite sad. Um, she's one that's more uh, kind of involved family-wise in in the war and stuff. Um, she's a good person character. She, she, she's a good guy or a good person yeah you know what I mean she's a hero character is what I'm trying to say um but um there is a couple of sections where you're running around as a young version of her and her brother is near slash with you depending on what point you're at and I don't think this is going to be a surprise what I'm about to say but terrorists are the absolute scum of the earth aren't they I mean Jesus, some, I mean, I already knew, obviously, before going into this game that terrorists are bad. That's not breaking news, is it? But some of the things that the terrorist characters, they're all like NPC terrorist soldier characters, whatever. 
some of the things that they do in this game and it, it, it none of it like none of it sort of surprised me but it still shocked me of like okay I'm not surprised that you're doing it but I'm more shocked at your sort of commitment to what you're doing and um yeah some of the things that terrorist characters in this game are doing are really quite sort of like you are just the worst you 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 are just like the worst kinds of people and um i i'm glad that what happens with some of the story in this game especially involving Farah's uh story did hit me emotionally i didn't start like bursting out crying or anything but i did get a little sort of like damn this is really sad but in the way of i'm supposed to feel that because if i went through those game sections as Farah and as young Farah as well and i sort of went eh that was cool then it wouldn't have impacted me in the way that it clearly was supposed to and there was a particular moment i had with this game as well and it made me realize kind of like how lucky i am in 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 my life so let me let me explain what i mean by that so there's a section like like i said where you're running around or you're doing a mission as a young pharaoh and you've got her brother with you and obviously he's a young character as well and they escape this sort of traumatic event i won't go too deep into that to not ruin the surprise of it they go through quite a traumatic event obviously it involved terrorists so it's going to be traumatic and they sort of you're climbing through the map and you're trying to like do this stealth part um as farah like it's standard kind of stuff um and you're, you're going through the map and some of you who played this game may have missed it i, I doubt that you did but it's possible that you could have um there's a part where you you exit a certain part of a building and i was looking around obviously i'm i'm looking left and right see where the guards are see where you know where i might get spotted from that kind of thing and i looked at the state of these characters young characters lives and i can't get into detail about what that is because it will be it will spoil and ruin things i know this game's three years old but i still just don't want to spoil certain things um because i think this story is really quite incredible um and really sort of touching as well so i just don't want to um ruin slash spoil it but they go through this traumatic event and you kind of realize what what they've got in their lives and what how sort of vulnerable they are i suppose because they're also you know they're kids and i look to the left when i exited a certain building in the game and there's this picture of um a person in like a football kit kicking a ball there's like a goalkeeper there's a goal it's it's all in this like um drawn picture on the wall and obviously that made me think about football because i love football i love watching well sometimes love watching uh man united play and i just thought of like i don't know something something about that just sort of made me think about me and football my relationship with football and looking at sort of i suppose it was sort of like even when i was that age that their age and a bit older i was like 
playing football with friends at the school and I was loving it and falling in love with football and watching football and I've had a relationship with football basically all of my life. And I suppose the thought that came across to me was these kids can't have that. They might have friends somewhere. They might be dead. They're friends. They're not going to school tomorrow. They're not going to school on that day. They might not even make it out of that day alive. Because there's terrorists after them. And I suppose that just made me... And I'm glad it made me think this. Because I like to... Have these self-reflecting kind of moments in in, in those types of experiences. It just kind of made me think of like... You know, I'm watching football today, really loving football, and, you know, even though May United aren't doing great, whatever, um, I still love football, regardless. And it just made me think about, like, when I was their age and older, and possibly even younger, I was growing up with football, watching football, playing football, loving football. Um, I've got a very special relationship um, with my dad through football as well. That's like one of the big things that we even connect on and I suppose just me turning the camera to the left or the viewpoint whatever to the left and seeing the football picture there and seeing the situation that Farah and her brother are in it just straight away made me think of like their situation at their age what they've just been through how they can't have the experience that I had because of the situation there and I guess it just made me think but I, I'm some of you might think like oh you're overthinking it it's just a picture of football whatever it's just a game whatever but I, I'm glad that I can have those types of experiences with with games um, and all it was was a picture on the wall they don't talk about it they don't stop and talk about it they're, they're too busy trying to survive because they might get shot and they might get killed and they might never see their friends or family ever again you know, um, I was thinking about the dire state of the situation that they are in, and compared to what my situation was like when I was that age, which was much, much better. Sure, I had issues, I had problems, everybody's got some problems, I guess, but, um, yeah, it just made me think, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad it did, and then, obviously, I've moved on from that and tried to finish the rest of the level, but, um, yeah, it's just, it, it was just... Farah's story really left me with kind of an impact and like from her background what she's fighting for her past um just just everything about that character I think was was something that really stuck with me and I'm glad that it had that effect on me because I think that's what the devs and the writers were also going for so again Infinity Ward not just <laughs> you're not just doing a great job on the gameplay front by making some of the best shooters or the, you know not just some of them you're making the best shooters on the market and you also just had this little picture on on the wall which just made me think about that because i mean whoever put that picture there thank you for doing that and making me think about that i guess um because as much as we want to consume media and want to have fun with things at times, which we definitely need, you know, you need to, you know, when you watch comedy or when you play online games with friends and you have a laugh, but sometimes I like media to get me to think and feel things. And I I am surprised that a Call of Duty campaign <laughs> um, made me think about that. But, um, 
okay, uh, uh, one of the devs at that team could have chosen to not put that on that wall, and none of that would have happened to me. None, none of that experience would have happened. So it's uh, sometimes it's just little touches like that that can just click an emotion into place. Um, I don't know what their intent intention was when they put that picture there, but they did, and uh, there you go. I think there's even a little football that you run past. I was trying to kick it when I was running as as a young pharaoh, but I couldn't interact with it, and then obviously I had to keep moving. So, yeah, I just thought I'd share that, because I think that's a very important experience as well. So, uh, there we go. (laughs) Um, But thank you, Infinity Ward, for making this game, and uh, for just continuing to be incredible. And... I was already excited for this year's Modern Warfare game, which is going to be a follow-up to this one. And, you know, on Gaming Talk this week, which was on Sunday, uh, we were reading about, um, you know, a new engine and what they might do to improve this game. I was already really excited to see what Infinity Ward could do with the next Modern Warfare game. I'm even more excited now, and I can't wait for probably November, whenever it's going to be for that to happen. So... Um, yeah, that's the Pharaoh stuff. Obviously, that left me with a massive impact. It was, you know, it was awesome to see Captain Price back, and his story was, you know, obviously he's a brilliant soldier and all that kind of thing. But clearly, what they were going for was more to connect, in certain ways, what was going on with him and what was going on with Farah. Um, because there's certain like moments, but excuse me, there's certain moments between them and whatnot. Uh, which was really good as well. Um, so yeah, that was a that was an awesome experience. Uh, what else did I want to talk about with this game? Um, what else? I thought there was something else. Um, yeah, I finished the game, and then it said this story continues in Spec Ops. I don't know if that's some sort of bridge between, but this year's Modern Warfare game is supposed to be a sequel to this game, which obviously there is like a mini cliffhanger of sorts. Um... So that would be interesting. I am downloading the Spec Ops pack. Because you have to do that for some reason. I've never downloaded it before. Because I never needed it. Um, so I'll, I'll dip into that tomorrow. Wednesday or whatever. And see what that's all about. Um, so that would be cool. Um, Alright that's pretty much what I got. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this game. Um, it literally only took me about. Four hours to finish it. But. Sometimes it it's not about the duration of a piece of media or the length of a piece of media. You know, this game I started it, started off with an impact, had an impact all the way through. There was no filler in this game. I enjoyed all of the missions. I enjoyed all of the obviously important characters. There's certain like side characters that are just there to be side characters, but Pharaoh's story really impacted me. The gameplay was awesome because it always basically has been uh the missions were great the structure of the missions was fantastic um the quality of shooting within the game is as good as i expected it to be so i mean i i I still refuse to call any piece of media perfect but this is about as close to perfect as you're going to get with a call of duty campaign because i i i've been talking now for 30 minutes and I can't think of anything that I didn't like about this game. So this is a very, very easy 10 out of 10 must-play campaign for me. 
certainly. Regardless of what you think of multiplayer and all that kind of other stuff that comes with that, this is a, this is a different part within the package that is COD Modern Warfare. So, yeah, there we go. Um, Alright, I have one little thing to talk about. In the, only one little thing to talk about in the spoiler section. Um, we'll take a quick break. I'll give you a little spoiler warning. Um, actually, what I'll do, I'll do the outro now. Because I, I, I'm not, I'm only going to talk about like one thing in the spoiler section. It's not going to take me long. So what I'm going to do, I'll do the outro now. Let you know about what else you can find on Entertainment Talk. That kind of stuff. Um, then we'll take a quick break. And then we'll jump into the spoiler. Not spoilers, but spoilers. There's just one thing I want to talk about. So, um, yeah. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast. And you want to write in. Let me know what you think. What do you think about the upcoming COD game? Have you played the campaign yourself for this game? Uh, those of you that did. Were you as sort of touched by the Farrah story as I was? Did it not mean a lot to you? Did you enjoy the gameplay? What do you think of Infinity Ward as a developer? Uh, let me know all, all your thoughts on all those different things. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, Twitter eTalkUK is a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also a, a big email box on the website version of this episode. Put your email and your message in there. It gets sent to me as well. Uh, there's also a clickable email name you can use in the show notes. All that kind of stuff. So get involved. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, video games, films, Manchester Night Podcast, check it all out, new uh, Manchester Night game tomorrow, Brighton, Tuesday, quarter past eight, look out for our review of that, uh, and a bunch of other stuff that we're doing as well, gaming talk, TV reviews, film reviews, that kind of stuff, so check out what we're doing on Entertainment Talk. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and what we're doing, you can either listen to more episodes that we've done either on the website entertainmenttalk.org or find us on your favourite podcast platforms by searching for Entertainment Talk uh, you can use word of mouth social media, let other people know about what we're doing and where they can find it, either by just telling them or sharing things around on social media about what we're doing uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers add free podcast review options, take a look at that as well if you'd like to um, for all of that stuff um, for your TV and your film news, David's got you covered. Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio, uh, Geektown Radio episodes uh, get released on Tuesdays. So look out for a new one today slash tomorrow because it's very late. But um, look out for a new one today for Tuesday, fifteenth of February. For all of that, uh, Bex is still streaming daily, pretty much over on Twitch. Trista B Y T E S. Lots of great fun streams over there, including Tomb Raider stuff that she's doing. So have a look out for that. Uh, for me, you can find me streaming over on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, uh, for my different gaming streams, so have a look out for what I'm doing over on there. And if you've missed any of those streams or the uh, gaming clips and stuff, you can find them over on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. If you want to see me playing some multiplayer stuff for COD, there is loads and loads and loads of clips, like some that are 15 seconds, some that are 2 minutes, some that are 3 minutes, whatever. Just different moments and situations in my multiplayer matches uh, you can find a whole bunch of them over on our youtube channel which is called entertainment talk plays lots and lots of fun stuff over there so check all that out as well all right let's take a quick little break and then we'll get into spoilers hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today 
is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, I've already given you a spoiler warning before. um, But just click the podcast off in whatever way, shape or form you'd like to do that. Or listen to something else that we've got in the meantime. So... Um, there was the, obviously you kill the main bad guy. I thought that was great, the way that you did that, by the way. You sneak onto the plane. Very reminiscent of the house scene, um, where you're playing as a young pharaoh, you're stabbing the terrorist guy, and it's all horrible and everything else like that. So I'm glad that they, I, I see what they were doing with that, and that was really, really good. So you get that, you kill the boss, the boss, the, the main terrorist villain person, you kill him kick him off the helicopter there's no way he's not alive there's you know he certainly must be dead stabbed him in the neck enough times um but uh that happens the war's over everything's good well the war's kind of over and then captain price goes to meet with that uh main woman and um she says to him about um can you pick your team for this mission and we get the most casual name drop of Soap McTavish. Boy, is that a throwback. My God, is that a throwback. I thought I'd never hear that name again in my life. Um, It's not quite as like cool as it would have been if they said Ghost. But Soap McTavish coming back. Now that's interesting. Because it's either in Modern Warfare 2 or Modern Warfare 3. Soap dies. Soap McTavish dies in the story. I can't remember how because it's been like over 10 years. <laughs> but um, he died at some point. I think he got shot or stabbed and he bled out. So he could have like kind of sort of survived. But given that this is like a revival of the series, now I wouldn't quite expect Ghost to come back. Although you can just give that mask to any other character and do kind of the same thing. But anyway, forget about Ghost for a second. Because um, Soap McTavish is um, was the main protagonist, the one that you play as from COD 4 Modern Warfare through to 
Modern Warfare 3. Um, so if, if, if this is supposed to be a revival of the series, maybe he died in quotes and he's in witness protection or, or, or something. Either that or he's, he's just back and we just accept it. Um, I'm not like bothered by it. I just sort of never expected to hear that name in my life again because I thought he was dead. But it's okay that he's not because that's very, very cool. And it's Call of Duty, so, you know, we can just relax in terms of canon or, or whatever's going on. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a, 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 a uh, yeah, it must have been about 2009, 2000 and, no, about 2011 or so, I was at college. When that game came out, it was about 2010, 2011, maybe. So I haven't heard anybody say that name for 10, 11 years, roughly. Because that name, I don't hear anybody talk about that character anymore. Um, Modern Warfare hasn't had a new game since Modern Warfare 3. Because you've had all the Black Ops games and all that other sort of stuff. Uh, See, so yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> he's, he's he's back, that's cool. And then he says about some sort of Charlie person who's not got a picture. He's sort of like, need to know basis or whatever. Confidential. Etc, etc stuff. But I, I just thought I'd talk about like, Soap is back. Apparently he's alive. Um... That is quite an incredible way to tease the sequel to this game. Who knows, maybe in that Spec Ops thing there's some kind of reference to that. I, I, I have no idea. I don't actually know what that Spec Ops mode even is. So that's going to be a new discovery for me. Um, But yeah, that was that was awesome. That was very, very cool. And if you, like, you could really do something quite cool if it's like... Captain Price and Soap, they're back. They're taking on the terrorist bad guys. Farrah is there as well. Um, you could really do something very, very cool with that. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do there. Um, but Captain Price clearly knew he was alive. Because he's like, oh yeah, I'll just chuck him in the mission. Because they had like files on people and that kind of stuff. So, that was cool. That that was that was great. Um, of course, the... Um, what's it called? The traumatic event I was talking about was Farrah at her home um, and her dad gets shot and mum dies from the explosions in the building. It just makes you, it just made me think about sort of what people in those countries kind of go through especially obviously the innocent people like the young Farrah and that kind of family and stuff but yeah you, you just think about like that section of games... I know I said I'm only going to talk about one spoiler... But I want to talk about that as well... Um, think about like... How hard... That terrorist... Tried to kill a young child... And it wasn't even one of those situations where like... His... Opera, his leader or whatever was saying over the radio... Like you must kill everybody... Like he, I don't think he was even on the radio... He went into that home... He killed the dads. It's unlucky that the dad didn't win that fight. And that 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 is not a man that is sort of like trying to restrain following orders. That is a man that is hunting somebody. And I wasn't surprised by it because that's what terrorists do. They hunt people, don't they? But it still shocked me a bit of like 
Your determination to kill this innocent kid that's never done anything to you before. And this kid who's got their whole life behind them. But you want to get like an AK, a massive like AK-47. And you, you want to like mow down this child. Because there's certain parts isn't there where he's trying to like. He's trying to check for you behind certain bits of cover. Like he's shooting chairs and walls and that kind of stuff. Just to seek you out. And it's like. Yeah just how disgusting that is. That like. Your situation has gotten to that point where. It, it's not even sort of like. Okay he killed the adult who he might have seen as more of a threat. It's still not nice. But that makes more sense than hunting a child. But it wasn't even sort of like, he kills the dad and then just like, okay, I'm going to leave these innocent children here and then leave. So that they can mourn after their dad who I've just killed in front of them. Um, It was like, hey, you little shits or whatever it, whatever it was that he said, like, I'm coming for you. And that was, that was like, jeez, well, this guy is really going for it. Um, And then, of course, that's when I, you know, obviously I killed him. Um, and, uh, then, yeah, then you, um, then I saw that football picture on the wall, and I've already talked about that, so, there we go. Alright, that's it, thanks everybody very much for listening, um, let me know what you thought of, obviously, those sections of the game, um, and that kind of stuff, so, I've already done the outro, so I guess the only thing that's left to say is, well, I've got a few things, a couple of more little things to say, um, thank you Infinity World for making this game. Thank you for being the best in the business. And also, thank you very much for listening. And I will see you next time. Goodbye.